Hello, pod people. It, <laughs> it is another day, another week, and we are back with a Finding My Fit at 40. My name is Victor. Hi, Victor. I'm here with my lovely people. Hello, it is us, the lovely we people. We are lovely people. We are it's lovely. Mike and Chrissy. You know them. They are awesome. We are also pod peeps. We are back for another week of Finding My Fit at 40. We are here to speak with you guys about uh, some more fitness stuff. And other stuff. You never know. And other stuff. There's really what's going to come out. With us, yeah. um, Chrissy came up with an awesome topic that we're going to talk about later today about the Olympics. Oh, yeah. I am like really excited about Me this too. topic. I about that. <laughs> Super big. Um, so we have, that's going to be fun. And uh, we have an awesome update. I am... I have matched the lowest weight that I have ever. <gasps> We're back oh to the lowest weight. Yeah, one ninety-seven point eight. Nice. It is the lowest weight that I've ever weighed in at, wow. and I have matched it again. And you've had how many days now below two hundred? Yeah, I'm consistently consistently back below two under two hundred. Yeah. Which I so if for those of you following along, um, I am completely back from the holidays already. Welcome oh, yeah. back in, in like two weeks. Yep. Nice. Yeah. After well. Maybe more than that. That's, yeah, it, a little more. It than doesn't two or three. take long. And how no. much stress did you have to get back from the holidays? Honestly, not a, not that, a lot. That's that's the answer I was going for. If you gave me a different answer, I'd be like, shit. Yeah, you know that really, question <laughs> didn't land. It really ruins the holidays for me. Is that my birthday falls like right after the holidays? Oh, it's yeah. like one more holiday that right. I feel like a lot of eating happens. Yeah, mine so really birthday is me a little in bit. a week. <laughs> oh, oh God, both of you guys' birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, so last time we talked, uh, Chrissy did not mention the fact that it was her birthday. It was my birthday the next day, so yeah. I hadn't thought about it, honest to God. I'm yeah. not like a big birthday Wait, person. you didn't participate in her birthday? I mean, I sent her a text message. <laughs> he participated. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. But she didn't bring it up on the pod is what I'm saying. I didn't. You guys, I'm 33 whole years old now. That happened. Whole so. years? Oh, like whole years, not horrible. like quarter years? Mostly 33. Whole. That just sounds like a special number. Thank you. Because the first and the last number in that the sequence same are the same. Love that. Yeah. And if you were to look at them in a mirror, they would both look the same. And if they were upside down, they would look the same. Cool, Michael. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost thinking about that one. I was like, wait, what? I was like, well, if you flip just one of them, not the other That's one. really wait, the point of anything yeah. I say is to elicit thought, so you're welcome. Thanks. Appreciate um, well, I'm proud of you. What did you do last night to make your weight drop today, um, Victor? <laughs> so you got some I activity. found a new, I, I want a new protein powder. So we usually order from truenutrition.com. Mm -hmm. Check it out, truenutrition.com. Use the promo code finding my fit at 40 but we are like out of most of our protein powder we've been using a lot more protein powders lately. yeah yeah um so i was basically out of protein powder so when i stopped at uh shopped at sam's club this last time iso something it's sitting right over there iso pure iso pure huh? is that what yeah, it is it's dimatize. we like dimatize, don't we yeah, yeah. dimatize is good yeah it yeah. was I I mean I'm a label reader now. I mm -hmm. never was. In yeah, my they're, life. they're one of the few proteins that well list everything out well, and they yeah. they also don't protein spike. They have the right ratio of BCAAs. I definitely to looked leucine. at another one, and it was like it's protein stuff. 
Like that's what it, yeah. the label basically said. It's like protein isolates thing, and and it was like, and a mix of protein. And I was like, mix of protein. That's what it said on the label. Yeah, that's a mix not, of protein. That's not good. It do said it for mixed me. protein or something like that. I, I was don't like, like that. Sketchy. Yeah. You know what else Sketchy? is mixed protein? Your donkey brain for thinking I'm going to buy this. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, brain. I'm out. So that that's exactly what happened. So I bought that ISO, which was way cheap. By the way, they had yeah, it's not bad. It. I, I used to buy the Dimatize and the Gold Standard uh, kind of together. I'd use one as casing, the other one as whey, and then I transitioned to just using both uh, from Dimatize. Yeah, that one is delicious as well. Yeah. I'm very yep. big a fan. It's like vanilla ice cream. I oh, think yeah. That's what it's called. That was the last flavor of Dimatize I had gotten. Yeah. Delightful. And so I actually really enjoy it. I've been making a lot more protein shakes since I got this one. Mm-hmm. Um, just... Easy peasy banana, uh, sixty grams of banana. I've been measuring everything. I stole your idea that you've said to me before, but didn't <laughs> click. But you've until not been measuring like weighing stuff. As that's how I've been. Ma- I've been like, so I'll cut a half a banana and I'll mm. just put in half a banana. Mm, hard. Okay. Now I'm trying. I I realize I can be so much more accurate by yeah. weighing every single right. without piece much of more everything. effort, especially if you're making no. like a smoothie or something. The, it's actually easier. It is. The thing just goes up on a scale. And you toss it in and watch where the scale goes, zero the scale. And the, the scale that in. I have, if you you can always zero it out after yeah, everything. That's, so what, I'm that's what I do. Yeah. yeah it's it's easy. super easy. Super easy. And if nobody wants to take this step because they think it's a pain in the ass. It literally takes 30 seconds while you're doing it and it keeps you on track. Yeah, it's honestly, way once easier. you get used to using a scale just kind of regularly, like does it add some time? Yeah, but is it like it's minuscule. Correct. You can do it pretty fucking fast. It's to keep you on track and goal oriented. It's one of those things that's worth it. And just Especially like anything for else, things where like the serving size is so like fucking arbitrary. Yeah. Like you a know? scoop. Yep. Yeah, a scoop. Yeah. Like you know, if you're doing peanut butter, like dude, you can't you, do a scoop of peanut you, butter. Yeah, the calorie change there. Is I can't huge. even eyeball what a scoop no, of peanut it's butter. Not is. A good the protein one. powder, <laughs> though, that drives me insane. It says one scoop, and I was like, "Wait, do I pack it in here? Is it like fluffy? Right. Is, is it like it, oh, with a hump on it? Is this like, a tight scoop? How many? Is it a full scoop? So I started a weighing them, scoop. and they're different. So the in when I how much different? So this is the difference with the powders that I've noticed. I'm using the the, the Dimatize and now, yeah, and that one's not a packed scoop. Because mm. I've done a packed scoop and put it, in, I was like, that's way more than what the uh. Like how, weight, how much like is way wise, more? Like what's, the, yeah, what's the wise. difference? Gram so wise? So that one is thirty. It's supposed to be thirty grams as a yeah, scoop. That's what I figured. And if I pack it, I can hit like forty-five. Damn. Cup. Okay. On like a scoop. Yeah. That's yeah. a big effing difference. That's yeah, another it's half, half a scoop. scoop. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the uh, true nutrition, when I get like a big scoop, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, I still need more. I'm under the. Th- under whatever I don't, I don't know if it's thirty. It's usually be, thirty grams. Yeah, scoop, about generally. Yeah. It's it's yeah. If you've got a good protein, that's roughly where it's at. Because if you think about it, you're getting twenty five grams of protein. You don't really want that thing to be more than twenty five grams. That means there's some filler the, in it. Thirty is not much more than twenty five. Dimatized scoop is bigger, <clears throat> and it feels like it's just a denser protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's way easier to go over with that one than it is with the true nutrition, which is much. Lighter. Drier and it's yeah. like almost like a powder. Yeah, mm-hmm. like wait. I think what I what I've always like done is I've never fully packed. About. I go in for a full scoop that goes slightly over, and I shake it down till it's even, and then I put it in. So I don't really pack pack anything in, and I've never really overthought it beyond that point. And 
if I was, again, we say this every week, I feel like, but if I was at where I wanted to be at yeah. and I wasn't trying to be really conscious about losing weight, and especially since my calories just dropped again. A little bit. Because Ugh. I can't get you to walk enough. <laughs> That's uh. why your calories have gone down. Uh. <laughs> now, if I see your steps going up to where the recommendations are, and again, that's that's something you have got to force at some point. Yeah, I know. I <clears throat> now, know. what I've been doing is you don't have a, a treadmill in here. One of my favorite ways to knock out steps for the day is on all of my rest sets. I use walking as a recovery. I start the treadmill. Oh, I'll Michael, pause it when so I'm off. Clever. And then I just walk it out. It doesn't take away from your recovery walk for the musculature, out, Michael. If you do, you know. Why have you scheduled on, I think, like 16 to 20 sets of exercise for, for some of your different workouts? Multiply that by two. You're doing 30-plus minutes of, of walking. And on the strength stuff, you're taking three to four minutes of rest. It, it adds up, yeah. and you've done almost six to 8,000 steps mean, by the end of your pace. workout. That's so, so smart. The last couple Thank weeks have been... <laughs> I just, Thank like, I'm, I'm getting a, a treadmill, and I, I don't have it. it yet. And I'm like, wow, now I know. Now it's gonna. It's, oh, it's, you're getting a treadmill. I Good. am getting a Good. treadmill. <gasps> I'm pretty it's, excited. It's a clutch I'm trading for my rower for a treadmill. Oh, why? Whoa, 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 why? Because I don't use my rower and it's really awkward and big and it lives in my living room. It does. So. It's it's big. Takes a lot of space. You're not going to use rower, it. I, I rode yeah. yesterday. I I love having the rower, but my my conditioning and cardio. Since I'm not training for a specific thing, I don't like doing any cardio for like 20, 30 plus minutes yeah, straight. Unless you don't need to put walking. an end to that. Like to you could have just stopped that. I don't like <laughs> yeah. doing any cardio. Yeah. But I know I, I need to do some you. conditioning. Yeah. Cause <laughs> if you're going to argue like your heart isn't important. It, it is. You're going to recover faster in between yeah. weightlifting sets. It keeps you healthier. Uh, keeps your sex life happier longer too. Cause everybody gives up after a few minutes. Once that burn hits, you know what I'm saying? You got to kick up the conditioning. You got to <laughs> kick up the conditioning. So what I like to do is I'll take four, you know, anywhere from three to five different exercises and I'll do each one for anywhere from one to four minutes a pop cycle around a couple times. I've done 30 minutes. I'm out. So I wasn't stuck on just that one thing mm-hmm. monotonous wise. So I, I alternated between, Jumping rope for two minutes, which still fucking sucks. Yeah, two minutes of jumping rope is a lot. It's a little brutal if you mm-hmm. haven't spent a lot of time building mm-hmm. up. Some people jump rope for 30 to 60 minutes. I'm not there yet. Yeah. So I did two, mi- two minutes of jump rope. An hour of jumping rope? Oh, yeah. People are nuts. Yeah. But it's, that's, it, again, signifies like I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah. And I've got a solid fucking burn in calves and feet and whatever after two minutes for me is, is 280 jumps. I haven't tracked that. So, so after, after two minutes, I'm like, fuck, all right. I, I need a break right now. But what's amazing is people can legitimately work up to hour plus of, of jump and rope, which nuts. I feel like my brain would be scrambled. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> so people are amazing. But I, I did two minutes of jump rope to three minutes of rowing to five minutes with a 60 pound vest on the treadmill to one minute of abs. And I just kept going until I hit my 30 minute mark. And it ended up just being three times all the way through. It was well, it's not terrible. No, it's not. And, and that's what I'm saying. It it's, it's, it's easier nice to wrap your, your head brain. around yeah. it. It's good for your brain. And I'm watching TV that. while I'm doing that whole thing. So. I'll, I'll do that conditioning generally on my off days. So I'll just kind of alternate just like I do with everything else. Yeah, I can't get myself in the car. I, I'll walk when I can. I know my steps were down really bad yesterday because yeah. my watch died. Most days. I looked at your last <laughs> month. You're averaging, I think, somewhere between four and 5,000 steps Damien just a called day. you out. He did. Wow. So <laughs> this, th- We're here for accountability, people. We are. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak on this point because two things. One... I'm a dad, and like a lot of it is just I'm with the kids, oh, and AJ. it's hard to do stuff. 
You're right over there. AJ just crop dusted me. Oh, oh my dog! Well, That's a big one. Him. Oh my God. Nope, just... my mouth was open. I was going for more coffee. My mouth was open and everything. <laughs> well, why don't you make them walk around the neighborhood with you? So the we do a little bit of that. Um, but what's? I mean. I drive a lot around, like yeah. when I have picking up the kids and stuff. That's the and for work. So like I'll be driving to pick them up, and like three hours, four hours of my day is gone to just driving. Right. Ugh, and I hate so that. yeah, and so that's every day because yeah. you drive so much. It's even more important to get steps in either steps or mobility work or movement or whatever. You're obviously doing fine overall calorie wise. And that's what else I was gonna say is I haven't really put a massive stress on it. Right. Because I'm still losing weight. Mm -hmm. But now it's, it's, think about the other focus you've had though through this journey. It wasn't just about weight. Weight was a a big overarching one because you knew you weren't in a healthy spot and you did want to look better. Yeah. yeah, But this was also about being healthier and, and that healthier you and that, that increasing longevity and quality of life for you became more and more important as this journey went on and you start feeling yeah. better and better. So this is another limiting factor when it comes to mobility and lower back stiffness and hamstring stiffness and, and things like that. I have noticed that recently. So yes, I 100% agree with you. However, from lifting and working out, I'm not trying to combat you here at all, Mike. No, I'm no, no, I'm not taking it that way. Yeah. For people that are that are listening, like, I mean, I suck at getting my steps in. So just <laughs> so you guys know... <laughs> I, we joked the other day, uh, a friend of ours had mentioned that you had to do cardio if you want to, and to my wife. And she was like, Vic doesn't do any cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and he lost all that weight. Yeah, cardio is not necessary for yeah, fat loss. I didn't, I didn't it do any cardio. It is a boon for overall health. But even then, it tends to get overdone. And there's a balance between focusing on strength and conditioning separately. You know, if you do them together, you're going to get... Um, an interference effect. I'm going to, I'm going to tangent real Slightly. quick, Mike, and ask you a question yeah, I um, love tangents. based off of this. So numerous times I've heard on both sides of the fence, cause there's like all of these programs that are out, this weightlifting, blah, blah, blah. Right. Don't do cardio. Can cardio cause you to not lose weight? And is cardio the answer for losing weight? No, I love there are two like different these. questions because I've seen I've literally have had people on other like I know a lot of people that think if they don't do a ton of cardio they will never lose weight. Right. Yeah, that's, I, people do think that. Yeah, that's that's, that's been hammered into people for a long, long time. But I've also heard people with like I'm this is and this the other side is like you know I'm gonna call out because I've seen it the V shreds are like God I hate that you don't have to do cardio like cardio makes you not lose weight basically like I've seen V shred is the guy that's that's still pushing the somatotypes the body types oh I hate that and putting in the thing to find out what body type you are and that's when you need to eat these foods and it's it's horseshit yo I saw what kind of food should I eat if I have no torso and then also little tiny legs. That's my body. I, then, and I've seen it. They they literally <laughs> change up the percentages of everything. For somebody like you, you would then go to higher carb, I believe, lower fat, and then medium protein or some shit like that. And then, so they're even still pushing. I believe, if I'm recalling correctly, the even pushing slightly more towards the the keto zone or moderate carb fat for if he you're slightly heavier. Endorsement now too. He does. God Ew. It. Um. It was. Oh, just blank. It just. 
You ever have that moment where you like have it and then it just disappears from your brain? Like literally you all the time. No. Literally all the time. Nope. So I don't have that the, ever. I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head. What is he but in? I was going to say, it's the, the doctor from The Man Show. What is The Man Show? There's a doctor on The Man Show? Remember, the, the it was Adam Carolla. Yeah. And they, uh, uh, Oh, I like Adam Carolla. Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew. Yes. Was he a real doctor? I don't know, but that's he's this celebrity endorsement. I don't give a shit about that celebrity. That's more like the worst celebrity endorsement you can have. Yeah, but Dr. Drew, well, I saw an ad, and he was like... I feel like I want to put celebrity in quotations there. Cause like, Correct. I yeah. mean, he's a legit celeb. I mean, I mean all right. does he have a name that's not Dr. Drew? No, that's... His. Is it doc, Dr. Drew Barrymore? Because <laughs> that's a celebrity Dr. right there. Dr. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore got her doctorates. Uh, don't fact check that. Don't fact check <laughs> Yeah, yes, I, I mean, I I, like it's, it let's not get me started on, on the things and way people sell to other people. But to, to answer your question as far as the cardio goes, the only dead set answer I have right there is that you do not have to do cardio for fat loss. That is one absolute scientifically packed fact right there. Um, is cardio necessary for fat loss? That's also still a no. It's just it's just not necessary but it can speed up the process. Um, the can it keep you from losing fat? I've also heard that. No. Whereas doing nope. cardio can, like, you can basically put your body, so I've heard this, you can put your body in, like, a starvation mode from too much cardio, no. and then it, I mean, it, if your you're body not, doesn't want to... Is this people who are, like, doing cardio all day long and not eating food no, or see, something? No, this, this is why I'm going to go, well, even that, there's no way to not lose weight. If you're not eating food and you're doing a shit ton of cardio, you can't just keep weight on. The energy balance is a thing. Yeah. So that's, so no, cardio cannot keep you from losing weight. Cardio can uh, make you go catabolic, in which case... What's that? Cata I always get there, Victor. I'm, I just want to know. <laughs> I, I always know. get there, I need Victor. to know. Catab catabolism is basically when your body is eating muscle your and connective muscle, tissue right, yeah. for energy as opposed to touching fat stores. Oh, that's bad. That is bad. So cardio, too much cardio can cause stress responses in the body. It can increase cortisol levels. It can decrease sleep. It can drop some hormones. It can make you go catabolic because the body is now prioritizing yeah, so these, I think that's exactly what's happening to these people. Well, it can be, but the, <laughs> but the fact still remains that they are not putting on body fat during this process. They are now yeah. storing more water weight. They are eating the wrong parts of their body because the body is setting into, you don't need to be big and strong for this. We need to give you as much endurance as possible. Is that why a lot of runners look emaciated? Correct. Yeah, man. That's 100% correct. So it, this is something a lot of runners miss too. Like if... A marathon, because you've seen these ultra marathon runners that are actually pretty fit and they're eating pizza along the way uh -huh. kind of thing just to really get calories in. But if <clears throat> your average marathon runner strength trained twice a week just to create those beneficial adaptations of, of densing up bones, thickening up connective tissue, making the muscles stronger, because you can't increase force production without getting stronger. There's, there's a... a you get diminishing returns at a certain point. You get better at running that same distance. Your body gets a little more efficient, so you can now run it a little bit faster. But at a certain point, you cannot go any faster unless you get stronger. So if you take your squat, which is a linear push basically, from 100 pounds to 200 pounds, now every step you take on that same run, you're you taking less energy that you have to push forward. So you can run further at the same pace for longer, or now you can go faster for that same distance. And I think that gets missed with a lot of people who do a lot of endurance-based activities. Yeah, a lot of runners that I know of and have known of, they running is it. Yeah. 
Like they're like, I run. I don't that's work that's out. what makes them sweat. That's what gets them breathing hard. That's they'll get those endorphins. I really feel like I worked out, but they are getting none of the beneficial and adaptations. Their skin is F. Yeah. Like, very yeah. and it's just yeah. it's just impact on the joints at that point. Like you have a very healthy heart at that point, but you're not signaling the body to produce more growth hormone, which is a recovery hormone. You're not signaling the body for these beneficial hormonal pathways that will help you be stronger and and healthier. You're just putting damage on the structure for the most part, unless you just have a super smooth stride or you're a pure forefoot runner. But even still. It takes twice wait <clears throat> up here wait what what four foot runners where you, you runner. mostly put you put the vast majority of the spring onto your toes. I'm not talking about like a ballerina. You'll let your hip your heel either barely graze or not even quite touch and you go right back to your toes. So now your musculature is absorbing all the shock up your body, as opposed to heel striking, where your heel takes the brunt, your ankle takes the brunt, it shocks your you know, your knee to your hip to your back. It's a little more impactful. I'm a toe runner, but that's from soccer because you had to yeah, stay on your more toes sprints, all the time. which is why I yeah. also like sprints. It's shorter duration, it's less impact on the body, and it's more beneficial to power development and even recovery because you can do less of those and get more out of it. Unless you're looking at it purely from a calorie burn standpoint. Mm -hmm. And this is where people get real fucked up. I can burn more, way more calories if I run. Yeah, you can run for an hour and burn four or five. 600 calories, depending on how good of a runner or on how fast you're, you're running. Wow. But you can also out-eat that in half of a meal, depending on what you're eating. So that's, that's the real crux of, of your question right there is cardio cannot keep you from losing weight, but it also can't really stop you if your, your diet isn't in check. And you can cause more harm on your body if, again, your diet isn't in check on the opposite end of that where you're drastically under-eating and not giving your body what it needs. So question... Becky is currently training for a half marathon. Ew. <laughs> that wasn't the question. Sorry. That wasn't the... I, I will support her. I she just... did a five-mile run yesterday. Wow. I can semi get on board first time right. ever. That's, how'd nice. she do? She did great. And, I mean, it was a little chilly yesterday. It was. And yeah. we were going to take the kids to the park. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, that's about five miles away. I'll meet you guys there. And she called me and was like, you have to come get me. <laughs> <laughs> she had hit the five-mile mark and was not close to the park yet oh um so we walk it out and recover you know? yeah 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 it was you also can be supported cold. by saying you gotta walk it out she was like i can't Women even, love that she's gonna hate me so much <laughs> if she hears this episode she's like i can't even feel my my phone wouldn't because her fingers were so oh, yeah, yeah. her phone wouldn't recognize her fingers and oh, stuff no. like she had struggled even just to call me so like you and she finally called me and her phone's about to die as well oh my god um she needs a new phone she has an older model she's like four generations behind what does she have an iPhone, but like like I said, like four generations. Do you not love her? Or what Do you not love her? <laughs> <laughs> we are not. We So we are not people who need, like, I love Apple. We have, currently in this house, there's like four iPads. There's Ooh, you trying to get rid of one of those? Are they yeah, updated? I need one for the golf simulator. I'll buy one. They're not updated. They're all old. Oh, damn it. I was just going to say, mm -hmm. like, we, have all, we are all Apple people, but we yeah. run them until they don't <clears> run no more. I like to get at least a year or two of having my phone paid off before I try and upgrade at that point. Yeah, and that's where we are with both of and our phones. Yeah. This one, so I recommend first, since you guys do do content and stuff, you don't mm -hmm. need to get the, the new iPhone 14. That, that 13 with a, a, either a, a half terabyte or a full terabyte hard drive, she has a you 10. will never run out of space. See, this is what we don't do, though. We don't do that. If there's a 14 out, we won't get a 13 mm -hmm. because we just keep leapfrogging each other. Um, we joke all the time because we go a couple years that the yeah. per one person has the better phone mm -hmm. than the other person. <laughs> yeah. And so we just keep leapfrogging each other. 
she has a 10 right now and yeah. she got the 10 when I saw like a seven or wow, something yeah. like that. Oh, wow. And so she would, and she had the 10 and I was, I mean, she was like, oh, I have the nice right, phone. So, so based on those numbers, you should get the 13. I don't know why we're I have here. the 13. Oh no, I have the 11. I have the 11. I went from the 11 to the 13. Yeah. I feel like I didn't get the 11 that long ago. I feel like the 11, 12, 13 came out pretty quick. They did I come out just fairly yesterday quickly. or the day before I was talking about how I wish they would name them something else. Other than numbers? Yeah, yeah because like at this point, there's so many numbers that I can't Well, the 10 was up. technically labeled X, so <laughs> as we all know, it's not a real 10. Yeah, like I feel like we could just call them, I don't know, different. I've, I've yeah, but then Zipsorp. I wouldn't be able to keep track of like what order they're in. I feel like the numbers are just easy I like to how Android does their operating system with like a <clears> different... Food thing, and they Sound, went through the says whole the computer person through oh, the whole alphabet. Right. Yeah, so they would like you know they would come up with a new one, and it was like Android, you know. Oh, insert, they go through the alphabet. Insert dessert here, yeah, oh, and then yeah. it would they would go through. I mean, I don't know what they're All doing right, anymore because I haven't kept up. But that's kind of fun. It's not enough yeah. to give me a change from an iPhone. <laughs> no, well, well I mean, it's not the name of the phone. That's just the name of the operating no, system. Know, so I it know. really doesn't really apply anywhere. But if they could use that concept, I mean, their iOSs are different. Apple, they changed their iOS. Yeah, do you know the name of those? No, they don't. Uh, do they make any do they? sense? Are they consistent? Do they go through the alphabet? I think they, or they just, just change the number of the iOS. So. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's just the iOS thirteen point zero point two point seven five. Yeah, plus one. No, the I, I meant on the Macs. We're really doing the fitness Macs, today. Oh, We're that, crushing fitness. I'll never, I'll, I'll never buy a Mac computer. I believe that they're they're super user friendly. Just the like the iPhone. I mean, we are currently recording on a Mac computer, and I love so. that. I love it. Don't shut down on me, Mac. It's. <laughs> I just. I like the. Being able to change shit on my own for a PC, they're just way more uh, yeah. not adaptable. What's what's the word I'm looking for, Chrissy? Mac customizable. Mac is customizable, really yeah. really um, like type specific, so their shit is really um, exclusive to them. What is that word that I want? Exclusive. No, <coughs> here's another word. Anyway, um, uh, oh, proprietary. It's proprietary. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of their shit is proprietary. Every time I had to deal with a Mac in the forensic world. I didn't know what we were going to find when we opened that thing oh, up. No like shit. every single, t- yeah, for like years, they would make their hard drives and their like, everything, the connections would all be like fucking different. It was really freaking Oh, annoying. I do remember you saying that. Yeah, so that was like, there was and no I, consistency And there. we all get what they're doing there. They're, they're doing that just to increase money in. It's such a good product that people are going to buy for that extra part, the extra plug-in, whatever. Yeah. And the on- honestly, like, I love it for that reason. Right. Like where a lot of people hate it, I love it for that reason because... I'm not diving in yeah. to... They make everything user-friendly. They do. And yeah. proprietary. So it's super user-friendly. And for me, who's not a computer person in yeah. the least, it's... I love the fact that all this stuff integrates pretty easily. It all, like... It fixes itself easier than a PC Absolutely. ever did. I it recommend it so to, like, like, my mother, who is, you know, a um, 29-year-old whoa, woman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, did you but she, just equate me? Yes, I did. But yeah, she was like, what phone should I happened. get? And I'm like, get an iPhone, because if you oh, get an Android, man. you're not going to, like, it's going to be hard for you to You'd figure out how to use it. human, yeah. You know, but I'm a big Android <clears throat> and not Apple person. Just because of the way that I mean, I was a computer science kid, and I just like grew up with that. Right, you know? right. I literally just referenced this with uh, my wife the other day because we we love Apple products, and that's why we love Apple products because we don't have to dive in as deep mm-hmm. in learning all, all of them. But we were talking about music here, and we were there was because as everybody knows, we my wife and I are both musicians, uh, so we have. Way too much music. It's here. like a lot of music. Yeah, here. like so a much lot music here, here, yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, it's encroaching on the gym. Just to yeah, no. record. All right, I'm just making sure. It's Where's not. the treadmill gonna go? I'm not getting a treadmill. Mm-hmm. So 
Actually, they have look, the nice little ones that slip under the desk. You I can kick little, on YouTube and just get after it. Get a walking pad. Things. Get a walking pad. Elliptical thingies. Have no, I won't allow it. No. They have the, the <laughs> desk no, ones that slide under it. the desk. They're nice and, and low like profile. Yeah. They also fold. They're more like walking pads, I think is what they Basically, call them. Basically, which is all you need are steps. You throw on your YouTube videos like you usually do while you're working out, and in between sets, you come onto your little walking pad and I get after it. when I work out. But yeah, but that would give you better pacing. Much. Yeah, okay. But I was saying about the, the gear is like their bows to me in the music world is equivalent to Apple in the computer world because Bose makes things, everything's really simple, but right. it's like easy or, but it's harder to like really dive into like all the EQE stuff gotcha. on it. Um, so that's, we bought a bunch of bows to start and now she sticks with bows stuff because it's easier. She's setting her, her ways yeah. now. Yeah. And, and I, I get that. I, I get have that. gotten out of the just, I, I choose the things in my life that I want to complicate. Compu- yeah. Basically. The computer I do, the phone I don't. Yeah. The, <sighs> so I, I still need to build, I'm building my desktop now that you can actually get video cards at a decent price. I'm building my desktop here soon. <laughs> They're not outrageous anymore because no, they no. exist now again. They Correct. Exist again. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, so for the same video card I'm I'm looking at, I'm probably gonna spend three hundred dollars, and those things are going for like thousand. It was insane. That's what they were going for. Yes, if not more than that. Holy. Yeah, it was a, the COVID years. You know the COVID yeah. years. Yeah, and that wasn't even for a brand new one. You couldn't get the new ones. You're paying that kind of money for slightly older ones. Wow. I don't want to talk wow. about. it. I get emotional. I get <laughs> emotional just thinking about it. Yeah. All right, where were we? Um, cardio and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's <laughs> jump back into the fitness part. Of it. <laughs> Um, so what I was going to ask you though about, so Becky has been training for this marathon. Yeah. So because she's been training, she's trying to do two things at one time. Yes. She's still trying. Yeah. She's training for this marathon, but she's still on a calorie deficit to try to get where she really kind of wants to right. be. Mm-hmm. Um, should she not be doing that while training for a marathon? No, that's, that's fine. Calorie deficits aren't, deficits aren't really going to mess up your, your cardio as much. They can interfere with strength gains once you get past a beginning phase. But she's still in, in a good, good spot where she has not consistently weight trained for, you know, two to four-ish years. So what I would do, because there is something called, and I, I don't remember if we've ever dove into this or not. We, we certainly can at some point. It's called the interference effect of concurrent training, which put simply means <clears throat> the body is going to adapt best to what it does most recent and most often. So if you were trying to do you know, lifting and cardio on the exact same day, I tend to ideally like to end with some sort of lifting. That's what my body is going to remember the most. But I'll still get some element of the conditioning. Or if I do conditioning, like since I generally will do my conditioning on my in-between lifting days, I make sure I'm lifting within 24 hours after that point. And there's also kind of the magic number is no more than 20 minutes. That'll start to kick in. Uh, it's a hormonal pathway called AMPK. 20 you know minutes of what? Huh? 20 minutes of what? Conditioning. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, so anything less than 20 minutes is is not really going to interfere with your other hormonal pathway, MTOR, which supports muscle strength, gains, muscle protein synthesis, et cetera. AMPK is that hormonal pathway that prioritizes you know, uh, your endurance-based stuff, I believe some mitochondrial stuff, and, and does not preserve keeping lean muscle mass and keeping strength. <clears throat> that was a lot of info. That I'm processing was. all of that right yeah. now. Yeah. My brain so is the, struggling. So the, the yeah. real big takeaway from that is there is a balance to being a jack of all trades, which is something that I had to play with a lot as uh, a rescue swimmer because I had to be conditioned yeah. both in water and on land, and I had to be strong if I want, wanted to really what be the best rescue swimmer. Well, I, I swam. You know, twice a week we were in the pool for. 
<clears throat> you know, hour plus. Um, I, I would do sprints, I do sled pulls, I do jump ropes, uh, assault bike. I would usually mix in. Um, my favorite way when I wasn't swimming was to strap on a weight vest and hit the stairmaster for forty-five to sixty minutes. God, that sounds Yo. awful. Yeah. And and it this is does the sound terrible. forty-five to sixty minutes. Yes, with like a, five minutes on with a stairmaster with a sixty-pound weighted vest is the one that I had had. Nope, uh, <laughs> it was brutal. But that, that's the difference between being, well, one just having a really extreme mindset and doing this on your own time, or really dialing into the discipline to to training to save lives. If you have yeah, a I mean, dead I set. guess if I'm going to say <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're about if, to throw me into the water. It's right. like freezing. Yeah. And yeah. someone's going to be freaking that you have to train for, it's, Get it's cheap easier. or die. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or let somebody cheap. else die, which to me was even worse. Yeah, that's fair. And so you, you get into that mindset with, this fucking sucks. Yeah. But I need to do it. Yeah. Because the amount of people that I've, I've had to look in the face and the amount of people that we were not able to get there for and I still had to see their face, like the, the shit sticks with you. So it's easy to get more discipline in those scenarios. This reminds me. But that's me not something I want to do on my own time now that I'm retired. I yeah. balance it out a little bit better as opposed to going for pure extremity at that point. So this reminds me of the Olympic conversation because imagine if you were just some random person chosen at random to be a rescue swimmer. <laughs> oh my. Well, that would suck. Yeah, that would be. That would suck. Yeah, and I'm going to be like, I'm just as terrified <clears throat> as you, person. So I worked at an amusement park for years when I was younger as a lifeguard. Yeah. And on our hats, underneath the hats, we every time we had to rescue somebody, which was ridiculously a lot oh, I'm sure. in an in yeah. amusement park. Like, I've literally had to save six feet tall guys from three feet of water. Wow. Like, no joke. No, I believe Mike it. I was going to say, you could I, probably I completely understand that. Um, wow. I was also like... 16 at the time mm-hmm. and saw a lot of boobies so that was the, it was like the greatest job what a good ever. job for well, you it was so yeah. it was amazing so but we grew a lot take, that summer <laughs> <laughs> we would wear we had we were part of our uniform was hat was a hat and so on the brim of the hat we would always mark our rescues yeah oh, nice. and we would keep track of the amount of rescues that we had all year and some of the guys who there was only one deep water zone and it was uh it was like this little slide but it was like 10 foot of water and the guys who work that, the deep water zone, had like a million rescues oh, sure. every summer. They crushed everybody. But we would all keep track under our hats. So did you keep track of how many rescues? Like, did you have a thing that, like, and did you ever, like, tally I, how many rescues? I thought I was going to do that in the beginning, but the, the search and rescue, especially over the years, just came in over and over and over again. The ones that really just stick with you are the ones that that you couldn't help. Yeah, the now you're just thinking about how many save, saves you didn't really have. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring up that up. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. I mean, what no. amusement park did you work at, Victor? Uh, uh, back in Pennsylvania, it was Wild Water Kingdom. It was Wild called. You know, they, they did studies Kingdom. for drowning in some of those where they put videos underwater to see how you know somebody's about to go under and about the timeline. Uh-huh. And you'd see people, like, on the top of the water, their face looked a little deer in the headlights, but nothing crazy and just sort of blank. Mm -hmm. But under the water, they're furiously going hands and legs and just these very ineffectual motions whatsoever. So I say when they're at that point where they're basically calm and just the head and or face is sticking out of the water, you have, like, 20 to 60 seconds to get to them before they go down. Wow. And, And even at that point, for the longest... We were just, like, panicking at that point. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, we were taught in the pool that... Not, I mean, that a little bit. We were taught about like how to watch for people, but we were mainly one of the big things, which I still do. I can't turn it off now. But when you, because like, what do you see a shadow? Yeah. To go in for a shadow. 
because it's a person or it could be a person. Could be a person, right. yeah. Yeah. So Especially like, with all the people around there. You know, and you so miss. like I can't I, I find myself anytime I walk I mean I have kids now, so mm-hmm. like every time yeah. I go by a pool or something, I see a shadow and I have to go check it out because I'm like, is that somebody in there? Do right. I need to go in right now? Mm-hmm. I I just can't shut it off. Cause I we've seen it. I've seen people in like and then we didn't like we jump in and we're like, oh shit. Like I've seen people go for right. in like shallow water too if you're at an angle the the light gets diffracted in such a way with the with the with the water just three feet of water even you can't tell that if it's a person or not mm-hmm. yeah. is it diffracted or refracted whatever i'm not fucking with you i really want to know i don't know, I don't know. yeah <laughs> i think both i don't know okay, I, all, right, all right i don't I Sub, it's a subfraction yeah subfraction it is. Like right that. yeah no what i i found over my career that when it comes to water People's instincts can be really good on land often, but, well, that's debatable too. But in the water, <laughs> people will literally do the exact opposite of what they need to do to survive. And it, it happens time yeah, and time like, again over floating? and over. What about floating? Why don't people just try to float? They, they don't trust that they can float. That. And, and not everybody can float. Yeah, because most of your body is still going to sink until you can get calm enough to get into that spot. Yeah. And I don't float. I can take almost about well, a, half, a half to a little bit more breath and I will still sink. That's because your muscle mass is Correct. so high. Correct. What, I mean, you don't have to share this if you really want to, but what currently, what are you sitting at with your uh, body fat percentage? I mean, I, I still, you can see all six um, muscles on my abdomen. So the bottom ones are probably starting to blur a little bit. I'm, I'm going to be anywhere between probably 11 and 14-ish percent. Yeah, and that's, re- I mean, that's not even as low. Some of these guys show up and they're just yoked. Yeah. Yeah. And they've like we used to get guys who like they're just like like I said they're just yoked, and then they think because they're strong they can do anything, and they don't have any fear, but they also don't know how to swim. Mm. Right, which is a, a big problem. Yeah, m- that muscle is going to fight you at that point. Yeah, the, yeah. That episode, there, the scene in the Guardian where Coster's the guy who the big muscle head uh, fails out, and he's like, "Well, muscle don't float." And it, it really it's doesn't. True. It doesn't. But yeah. I swim very well, and I have yeah. plenty of muscle. So yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. negate you I from swimming. I mean, you swimming. can learn how to swim. We had a, a lifeguard when I went. These, so many memories popping back now. I haven't talked about I this love in this forever. For you. It's yeah. so wild. His eyes are just we brightening up. We had a lifeguard who was also yoked. Yeah. And he, in or, so one of the tests to be the deep swimmer, the deep lifeguard, which I never did. Um, I tried a few times and just could never succeed doing it, is you have to be in the water. Mm-hmm. You go down and pick up a ten pound weight yep. mm-hmm. from the bottom of the of the ten foot, which I could do that. Like that's yeah. not an issue. I can get down to the bottom, get the ten pound weight, and come back up. The issue for me was then you had to tread water with it, with it above yep. the water. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that sucks. You had so both of your hands on it. Yep, <clears throat> above the water, just your legs, just your yep. legs. Tread water for a minute. Yeah, it's a lot of pumping. I could get to about twenty five seconds. That's still pretty impressive. That I could do. The average person and that was, be able to do that. That was then. Now yeah. I have no idea what I could do. We had. I, had, I had one. This, day. Oh, go well, ahead. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the dude who was the yoked, yoked guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who was like he was just yeah he was yoked. He would finish it every year, but uh-huh. it was like everybody else is just like do 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 do, and like we had a couple people who were like, like heavier set, mm-hmm. and they like didn't oh, even floating. do anything. Yeah. They just went and grabbed it. And just sat there, basically. Oh, that's wild to think about how much easier it is. It's, yeah. You get a lot of buoyancy there. And the dude who was yoked was like, like you could see him like really working to stay up because he had to, because he was sinking with, and also, 
because what they the reason they did it what was ten pound weight is equivalent to like a hundred pound body or something. And it like is that. kind of until it comes out of the water. That's yeah, the difference yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, but in the water, but uh, so ten pounds out of the water is like a hundred pounds in the water. No, something like that. I don't it was. Think that's it was. Right. They may have been shooting off of a number, but I've I've had ten to fifteen pound dive breaks out that we've treaded water with, swam for thousands of yards, and I'd rather tow a human any damn day. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just they just float really nice. They do float a little bit better, yeah. but yeah, it's just you have all that buoyancy to hold on to. Yeah, yeah I mm. guess you get up in the water and the guy you're saving is like jacked. You're like, God damn it! Oh, it's, it's the worst. Yeah, the worst. Like, we, we had for our our fitness test, and it changed. It used to be a 200 yard buddy tow, so usually we're in a 50 or a 25 yard pool, so it's down and back four times. Um, and, you know, most, most rescue swimmers are in pretty good shape. So none of us floated that well. Mm-hmm. And then they changed. They finally changed our, our fitness test from what was just kind of a joke, except for that part. I always hated the buddy toes. <clears throat> um, to more of a, a well-rounded fitness test that takes two days to complete. Mm. And the buddy toe portion was timed 50-yard sprints with at least 180-pound male uh, or body in tow at that point. So... Yet and then you'd average out the time. I would like time, 180 so. fat pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we it's had really a, different. Think, we had, yeah. a, I think it was a minute, it's a minute 15 or a minute 20. I can't remember. I think it was, I think it was a minute 20 probably. To yeah. do this, to accomplish this goal? Each, each 50 yards had to be done on an average of a uh, minute 20. I want to say a minute 15 for some reason. It might have been a minute 15. No, I don't remember. I've been retired for a year. Whatever. Now. It's five seconds. None of it's us all, are going to be able to do it right. regardless. Oh, that, that five <laughs> seconds you wanted. I, I assure you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So you, but you're, you're sprinting, and then you have, um, I think, t- 15 seconds to recover, and then you go again. And so you have to maintain that time. And this is after doing six 50-yard sprints with, uh, I can't remember any of these times, 38 seconds, I think, in a 50-yard pool. And then you have 10 seconds to recover from that, and then you have to maintain that time and go and go. Were you and a competitive go. swimmer when yeah. you were younger? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do most, I'm assuming that most. <clears throat> no. No, really? A lot, of those, a lot of those guys, well, not a lot. Some have come in and didn't know how to swim when they got to the program. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. They didn't even know how to swim? And this, to me, it equates to when I first got, hopped on the swim team, I was a very strong swimmer since I was a little kid. But when I got in and swam one length of the pool, going all out with, I, what I now knew was, or very quickly learned, was a very inefficient stroke. It took me like 15 seconds to get one length of the pool to the next. And, you know, now I can do it in 10 seconds, which, you know, it's one length of the pool. You're not shaving a lot of time off of that. That's but a big jump. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a big jump. So literally, is huge. you're almost, the best swimmers in the world barely look like they're moving because yes. they are gliding. They have big ass pulls. It's very efficient, very smooth. Now, the problem, though, when you get into a program like, like being a rescue swimmer is swimming without gear is 80% upper body, 20% lower body, roughly. Your, your feet, you definitely get kick out of it, but it's mostly to keep your body planed, and a lot of it's just upper body. When you put on 15 to 20 pounds of gear, you can't swim with just upper body. So now you've got these fins that now have to be worked. So somebody who's conditioned to upper body pulls has done little to no fin work. Here you go. Here's these fins that are, are somewhat rigid. They're meant for, for torque and pushing weight in the water. Let's get your ankles conditioned, and we need to teach you to kick with all this, this damn gear on. So now it flip-flops, 80% lower body, 20% upper body. These are, you know, just yeah, 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 yeah. semi-made is, up percentages. Is fins mostly, like, leg, or is it mostly ankle? Or, like, are you moving your legs, or are you moving the, your the ankles? ankle is, is going to be the weakest spot of it, and because it's just going to take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And your knees, for the most part, are trying to stay fairly locked, just like in a, in a good swimming stroke. You're not trying to bicycle and get a lot of yeah. knee bend. So it's a lot of hip flexors. A lot of people don't pay attention to glutes because yeah. you should be. So you're like a mermaid? A little bit. Like I'm, I'm, I said that kind of in jest that in that way, but no, so but I'm, not, I'm not doing yeah. a golf. Like, a, uh, no, doing I'm not doing like, a dolphin, doing kick. Like a dolphin kick. Nope, it's, no, it no. is a flutter kick. Oh, okay. But you have to use your glutes on the way up, and a lot of people don't end up doing that. So you're just getting full quad kicks, and that that gets most people through. You learn later on down the road if somebody says something magical. I can't you. believe it took us 42 <laughs> episodes to get into this conversation. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm like super intrigued by this, I and know, this is yeah. like. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean I've also known you for so long. Yeah. I've never talked. This is the first time. I've, have you ever had this conversation with him about oh, this kind of I've, stuff? I talked to Mike about this a yeah, lot just because it oh, fascinates yeah, yeah. me It does bit, fascinate yeah. me. Like, right now, I'm like. I'm like, that sounds awful. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> so, so going into your, your treading water story, this, this was one of those times where we had already spent a four to six hour getting the shit kicked out of us day. This is in rescue swimmer school, which is four and a half months of just getting the shit kicked out of you. And the only time my legs and shins felt good was when I was in the water. Because within a couple of weeks of getting there, I had dealt with shin splints. My shin splints transitioned into stress fractures. Mm. Mm. The doctor there uh, prescribed well, that's what me- shin splints <clears throat> are. Shin splints are stress fractures, aren't they? I think that's the start of, you're definitely going to get there if you keep pushing. Yeah. I had been prescribed Vicodin, uh, for a brief amount of time, just so I could get up and put weight on that leg and then go out. And then we're going to knock out sprints and, and training on the grinder and Yuck. whatever. Uh, and then they gave me a, an anti-inflammatory that one speeds up the heart rate, one slows it down. So that really fucked me up for one day. Oh, you know? that's trippy. Yeah. But anyways, so one of those days where we were getting the shit kicked out of us for multiple hours. Somebody had done something wrong. At this point, I don't even remember what it was. But they pulled us back to the pool in the evening. Oh. And we're in the pool now getting the, the shit kicked out of us. So we have all of our gear on. And we're treading water out in the deep end. And they give us one of those full body litters that, you know, you wrap people up into. And there were... I don't like, know. <clears throat> what? Yeah. So a big, a, a big litter. It's like a... Like uh, a puppies? No, it's, yeah, like a, it's like a half cage that you strap a human into that you now oh, strap oh, oh, that oh. thing into right. the, okay. the... So ambulances and stuff will put I love that he uses them. the term litter like everybody knows the fuck he's yeah, talking about. My bad. Like the back brace looking <laughs> my thing? Bad. Yeah. yeah, so like I was going to get strapped even bigger because it's a cage. And then and then it would like get attached to a helicopter and I would get lifted up. There's multiple straps and cage. I think I've seen it on TV. It's metal. It's about... It's 45 or 50 pounds. Uh, and you're treading water. So I think we had four of well, us left. you were holding this above your head? We had four of us left in the die. class at that point. And we we're all having to tread water with above our heads. And now, and then what we had to do. Wait, you said four or five of us at this point. How many did you start with? Eight. Okay. Yeah. How, what's, what's the, the graduation rate That's what there. I was just going to ask. We, we have a 3% higher attrition rate than Navy SEAL BUDS training. So we lose those slightly more people. We oh. can't get people through the school. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. You, the minute well, I get there, awful. I'm like, I'm <laughs> in. I want to save people. Wait, I got to do what? I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, right? So I only want to save, like, fat people. Yeah. <laughs> so Floaty people. After the litter, we had to drop the litter, and then they gave us, they threw dye bricks in the pool for us. So these are those standard 10, 15-pound dye bricks. Yeah. And they'd blow the whistle. You have to go down to the bottom of your 11-foot pool, come up with the brick, and tread water with it over your head. They blow the whistle again. You drop the brick, you take off one piece of gear. So this is the mind fuck right here. Oh, no. What piece of gear do you take off? Yeah. Because well, if I try and take my whole harness off now so I can still have my fins and mass and snorkel, then that's going to take a lot of time. I'm under the water. I'm exhausted right now. So what do I take off? Most of us went like mass and snorkel first. Yeah. So we still have your gear. Then, you know, they blow the whistle. You go down, get the brick, come back up, and you're treading water. At some point, one fin is coming off. Yeah. Like, there's no way around that. 
So now you're trying to kick with just one fin, which is awkward as hell. You're not getting the other side to, to kick back with. That sounds awful. Blow the whistle, drop it, take everything off. And most of us still have a harness left because how are you going to take off a full body harness yeah. real quickly with all that? So now you're trying to tread water. Yeah, no fence, just no a harness. No fence, just gear <laughs> on you at that point. And again, treading, blow the whistle, go down. Now you do have to take your whole harness off underwater. No, nope. um, what a pain. This was like a, a two-hour just getting the shit kicked in. And this was just because someone fucked some shit up? And it was, it was something that Dumb. was asinine. Because yeah. the, the whole point of any one of these special forces schools is to find people that won't quit. Yeah. That's it. Because a lot of the stuff is done on the job I mean, at it that works. point anyways. <laughs> it, does, it does work. But, you know, you even look at, at the intro to, like, the, the PJs, Air Force PJs. They have, like, a 10-week, same thing that I went through. There's a shorter. But then they go through a two-year pipeline. So now all the on-the-job stuff is there. They made sure, all right, we, we're pretty sure we have guys that aren't going to quit here. Now, they can still fail out anywhere down that, that pipeline. Yeah. So did you personally have a moment where you were like, I'm, I'm out of this? Oh, every single day. You, every day? Every, <laughs> every day. single day. Why did you talk yourself back Most of mine it? was running. And this, it's stubbornness, and it's funny the things you think that you latched onto. But I, every day that I was running, where my shins were hurting, and running was just not, distance running is not my specialty. So I was always out of breath. I would often fall back on those runs. And I was like, I could just, I just like roll my ankle right here. You know, <laughs> just kind of roll to the side and take a break, you know, just, just kind of be done with it. No big deal. But I was like, but what if that goes further? And I packed up everything I own. And, the and by the time you th th thought that all through, you were done. Basically. Run. And so yeah. after your two-hour beatdown session, you're like, all right, I guess I could do that again. Uh, and you re I repeated that for four and a half fucking months. <laughs> wow. Lot, so that, yeah. did you, can you think of a specific day that was worse than any of them? Was it that one you just talked about? Like, was there a specific no. day that the, you were like, I don't know how I made it through that day? How did I do that? <sighs> Was it the Grand Canyon walk that has nothing to do with any of <laughs> Was it when you tried to kill no, yourself at the Grand, Grand Canyon? Canyon? I would say it's, it was... For those every, of you that don't know, go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, listen to how Michael tried to murder himself yeah, at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah. Every, you, know, you gotta suffer a little bit, you know, yeah, it makes yeah, you stronger. Yeah. I, I had one big breakdown from the buildup of, you know, they... they, they I, I didn't have enough Vicodin for long. I didn't take full pills. I took just a half, which is just enough. I'd wake up and couldn't put full weight on either one of my legs. Ugh. So I'd take a half Vicodin, no. which didn't eliminate the pain, but made it so, all right, I can move. I can Ugh. move. And then we'd be on the, the, they call it the grinder. That was before the app ever came out. Um, <clears throat> big cement area where yeah, we all really, meet up. The app really ruined that for you. I hope they <laughs> change We the all meet up at, at 6 a.m., and we're just standing there waiting for the instructors to come out there and just start the full beatdown session. Um, so that would get me to that point. The, right before Christmas break, because I went in the winter, which, you know, your, your first time out there in sweats, I mean, you do push-ups in frozen water ponds and, and stuff yeah. like that. It was nuts. Um, but it was right before Christmas break. They were full beat-down session. Um, I had those two medications that were warring with themselves. One's, again, trying to slow my heart rate down. One's trying to pick it up. And uh, we're on the Versa Climber for... Have you been on those little mountain climber things where you slide? It's like up? this, right? Yeah. yeah. So I've never done it. I've, but seen, I've them. seen them. They dial in the... the the tension enough, and then they tell you you have to keep the certain pace, which is always a, a fairly high pace. Um, For people listening, this is like a your hand, and it's like you're climbing a wall kind of over and over is. and over again. It is. Each side of your body goes <laughs> up at the same time, but you're on this, you know, I-beam kind of metal machine, and you just keep going. Look it up. Versa Climber. Um, but we were on there for, for like yeah. 
four, it was like 40 minutes. I was like, oh, we'll, we'll definitely be done at 45. No problem, right? We hit 45, it keeps going. No. <laughs> so we're, we're obviously going for an hour. Mm. No big deal. Uh, we get to an hour, and they're like, God damn, we're still going. So that was a mind fuck. They only went to uh, 65 minutes, but it was just a God, what is a mind fuck? <clears throat> but How r- cruel. <laughs> yeah, but you, I, I don't know. For Yeah, it is kind of a mind fuck, but at least you set, like, I feel like the way you succeed is by setting those goals. Be like, all right, I only have to five but more minutes. You would tell cool, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And you're like, oh. So okay, so I just have to go. You to can't here. be okay, so cool. rigid in them, and but that if is a big key. You're just like going, and you don't set up those mental mm-hmm. goals. Yeah, it is harder. I it feel is. like because I've done that. I I mean, to nowhere near the extent of what you're talking about, <laughs> and I feel like such a child talking about it even <laughs> close. But we've done that with. Uh, when I played uh, high school athletics, I was a soccer player, and they would make us just sprint, and they're like, "Run until we tell you to stop." And you'd be like, "Oh, probably." Okay, but two when more is laps. that gonna be? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, like they're probably gonna make us do four laps." Cool. We do four laps, and we're like, "I mean, there's probably like maybe one or two more." Oh, so we're still going. Okay, cool. So like three more. But that actually helped as opposed to the guys who are like, when are we going to stop? And they're not counting laps and they're right. not paying attention to anything. It, yeah. It I mean, what's interesting about the human brain is that it can do so many things to keep oh you going. God. Like you we, could either set that goal or you can try to like totally space the fuck yeah. out and then like hopefully it's just done. And, and the vast yeah, majority of us built, never even yeah. butt yeah. up close to where our potential oh, is. Like no. it's amazing what, what we're capable of and how quickly we shut down from, from discomfort. Yeah, which is which is why again, it's it's why I. It's do also interesting how like you can push, push yourself when I don't want so to be hard sometimes. that your like body makes you vomit and things oh, like yeah. that, you know, and you're like Jesus. <laughs> and that's another thing. Either well, yeah, I just don't let calories go, but I don't think I can't throw up. It's the weirdest you're not thing. A good ever. Vomiter, have you never huh? vomited? Like ever? No, I have, but it's been better part of a decade since then, and it was all have drinking you ever related. Thrown probably. up from working out. No. From, really? Yeah, That's and I've, I've worked out very hard. Things. That's why I'm, I'm trying to think back. I've just I've never quite. I've definitely it. was playing hockey, and I was just skating and skating and skating and yeah. skating and skating. And I was so fucking tired, and uh, I was like full face cage with a mouth guard, and just like threw up into my mouth. Oh, <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> dude, and coach is like, keep going, and I'm like, okay, so I just ate that, and then kept going. <laughs> I think it <laughs> also helped like, too oh. that I before any of those training sessions, I barely ate anything. Yeah, that's probably smart. So I didn't. Eat a lot, and I exercise. How many dudes are just little. vomiting in the pool? Does that happen? That's gotta happen. It you does happen, happen, and you better get to the side of the pool. Yeah, but I don't. That didn't happen in my class. We had we had guys that were in really really good swim shape. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's helpful. Yeah. So, how many? What percentage of your class graduated? Fifty, which, 50, was, which was pretty really high. high. Yeah. 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 Well, but it so probably helps common. to have a good group of people who are all like almost kind of motivating each other. It does. You know what I mean? Like if you were in a group of people and everyone's like, this fucking sucks, I quit. It would be hard to be the guy right. who's like, well, well I, I mean, I, we did have one asshole in the class. Just, every you? No. No, because oh. if you know who the asshole is, then it can't be you. Okay. If you don't know who the asshole is, it's probably, that's probably it's you. It's you. Yeah, that's <laughs> how that works. All right. So we've gone quite a long ways, but I want to talk about the topic that you've brought up before, Chrissy. Yeah. Your, your eyes are beaming. You're like <laughs> so excited. excited about this topic. So, um, Mike, I appreciate the stories, and I will You say bring that, those but up. you cut me off halfway through one, so that's fine. I did. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, wait, are you, are you finishing one right now? <laughs> I was. Go ahead. Go finish it. Go. No, finish I don't need it. to. I don't have no, to talk about it. myself. Finish the story. 
Yeah, finish the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. My my brain just went and I looked at the You're paper and saw the topic. And, I'm fairly yeah. certain you have ADD as well, and I resonate with that, so it's fine. <laughs> and I it's resonate fine. with that. Yeah, so towards the end of that beatdown session, like, I'm getting dizzy. Once we had gotten off the grinder to go into oh, the yeah, gym. Oh, yeah, the grinder. Yeah. That's right. How did I forget the grinder? Once we left the grinder to go in the gym to do that, that uh, Versa Climber, I was already almost seeing double vision in line. And mm-hmm. the instructors were looking at me like, what the fuck's he doing? And so I could, I could barely read the dials on the thing. So when the instructor was said to me, because they're always fucking with you, he's, he's like, he's like, you know, Bear, if you don't make it through here, you probably make it as, a, as an actor because you're doing a real good job acting right now. And I was like, you know, well, actually was a little bit of a foreshadowing, I guess. Oh, wow. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, this is when you're not supposed to be a smart ass ever, but that was kind of like my self-defense mechanism when I'm just dying right now. Yeah. And I said something like, uh, yeah, it's nice to know I have something to fall back on, Petty Officer, you know, Whatever. Watson. Great guy, by the way. But at that moment, he, and so I've never seen him light up like he did at that point. He hopped off the machine and like, get the fuck off the machine. Get off, get off, get off, get off. And all three instructors that were in the gym at that point I'm like, what is happening right now? What did I do? Put <laughs> me on the gym floor, and it's like push-ups until I get tired, and they're not doing any. Yeah. So until and then I right get after tired. That flutter kicks until I get tired, and you know, sprint down and back until I get tired. Well, what if felt bad if they murdered you on accident? Oh, they ended with up all those bad. medications. They ended up feeling real bad because mm-hmm. by the time we we finished, I didn't quit, but we I managed to limp my way to the showers. Crawled into the shower, still with my workout clothes on. Well, because did they think you were going to quit earlier than that? Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Um, but it's you're just crazy. Yeah, he's yeah. very yeah, yeah, you're just crazy. I but I was I was couldn't control my shaking. My heart rate was out of control. They ended up calling medical and they they took me out on a stretcher at that point. Jesus. And so they they're pulling me back. It's the satisfying part was I had enough visual clarity to see the inst- look on the instructor's face <laughs> while I was being carted out. They're like, oh, he wasn't lying. <laughs> So then that's when they found out that the Vicodin and the, it's an older anti-inflammatory, Vioxx, were warring together. They then, again, this was the medication that was allowing me to get up and, and limp my way off to the workouts to get the uh. shit kicked out of me. They said, I can't take any more Vicodin. And if I complain a second time, which I already wasn't complaining, I just tried to get it taken care of. If I complain at all about my shins, I'm gone. Oh, no. And if I fail anything, like I'm gone. Obviously, you fail anything, you're yeah. gone. It's fine. So I, I came back from uh, the, the short uh, Christmas break, which, you know, break can be looked at a couple of ways. It can be a blessing. Hey, we got time off. But it's also time for you to detrain when you really need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I, I learned how to tape up the shins to kind of help a little bit and, and ice down. So I came back with a type. You see the tape just a little bit of my, of my socks. I had a great instructor in in this phase um remember him matt high and, and brad smarter were just phenomenal humans and they could see potential sometimes where the other instructor um john hall just complete garbage of a human that's what i'm just saying it out loud over here I'm yeah okay it's good him. call yeah. him out <laughs> call him out on his bullshit <laughs> kind of a, a, his own snake in the grass and just he had been trying to medically disenroll me or get me out of the program from like the second or third weekend just didn't like me the guy that he really, really liked. I don't understand that. I don't, me neither. The, the school, here's the problem. People use the school as a personality filter, and you're just dead fucking wrong sometimes. And the guy that he loved, who was just hard for the guard, always seemed to have it together, ended up going to Alaska and yelling at sweet little ladies in fitness stores and refusing to wear his gear because it was hand-me-down gear. They didn't have the money for it up there and just doing stupid shit. He's not even in the military anymore. So it just shows you how you can get it wrong. You know what I mean? But anyways, um, so I came back, and, and those two guys that were in that phase mm-hmm. saw that. They're like, you, you got to take that off. Like, that's, 
they're going to eyeball that. I'm like, fuck, all right, fine. And I'd be on those runs and limping and going, and they would yell out loud, you know, I mean, to keep it with the class, but they'd come back and be like, got to push it, get that pace, keep that pace, breathe, yeah. keep going. Like, having just that little bit of empathy in those moments, like, you don't give that to everybody. You give that to somebody who you're like, fuck, all right, it's obvious he's not going to quit. Yeah. It's obvious he's here for the, the real fucking deal. Maybe we <clears> throw just a little bit of love out in this world kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I've... I feel like I bring this up every podcast, but like literally that's what you have done for me in this whole journey. Like just having somebody who believes that you can do what you're capable of changes it. Like seeing things as victories that were not victories, like that it to you, like to you, you were behind everybody, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, Hey, you got through it, but just keep it up a little bit. You're like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, that those little victories that you all of a sudden well, again we talk about the mental I'm sure side you're not getting much love either in the military scenario. You know, you're mostly getting yelled at. Ever, <laughs> you know? I'm sure. I mean, yeah. once you graduate that school, sure. But in those schools, like it's not their job to be your friend. Yeah, it's literally their job to make you quit. Yeah, and it's only the ones who don't quit that they can put out there and be like, okay, you have thirty foot seas, people in trouble. Yeah, this person's going to go out the door. Yeah, crazy. That is absolutely wild. But yeah, and and I, I don't give those kinds of victories to everybody. Like I can't make them up when they're not there. I've yeah, had yeah, clients yeah, yeah. who have been tremendous pains in the asses <laughs> to, to coach, but you have the victories there and the inability to see something that I see so clearly it's now that's, it's my job literally to give that to you so you can then continue to build on it. Yeah. And you're just not built like, I guess through societal norms and just how, things that you've done growing up at me personally, things that I've done growing up. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm built that way that I no. see these things as victories. There was definitely a lot of stuff that I'm like, Oh, this sucks. I, I screwed this up or I screwed the pooch here. Right. Well, Oh, well just give it up. Cause I can't, <laughs> obviously I'm not capable of this, which, which is such a common mentality. And, yeah. and it's, it's a sad mentality, but that's what we see. And anytime, again, you, you take it back to what's being sold to you on social media. You see these people getting to these penultimate, physiques and things like that when fuck a lot of them have some sort of help or another to to maintain that year round so you compare yourself to all these successes sure you're gonna look like a fucking failure but it's not about other people's success it's about you finding your successes they should better well damn be small successes that you continue to build up so that you can then see the big successes i saw something on social media speaking of social media uh, now that I obviously look at fitness stuff and like, <laughs> I see like all these memes or like yeah. all this stuff, like it's it's like it's my pronounced my meme. Meme. <laughs> God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw these memes. <laughs> oh no. Um, but like, my, yeah. So like, my timeline is like bombarded <laughs> with all that stuff now. And I saw one the other day that it I I resonated with so much. It said, "Do not compare your step one to somebody else's step 20. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's true. <laughs> yeah. And we all do it. I yeah. did it. I don't I was like, oh, I'll never be that guy. Well, that guy's been training for 10 plus years. Yeah, so I, and I, I almost don't think that number is big enough. You're a lot of people comparing their step one to somebody else's step a thousand. Yeah, yeah. basically. You know? But I it was just like But I, I see what you're saying. I'm not yeah, putting that yeah, down. Yeah. But that's exactly it. Like you're seeing somebody like who has been at this forever, and when they started, they were probably not probably, but they could have been worse off than 100%. where you are when you're starting. I, I like the sentence, comparison is the thief of joy. 
Oh, yeah, that's good, That too. is a good yeah. one. That is good, yeah. I probably made that up right there. You should then. probably yeah. put that as a quote on your gym wall. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like... I don't remember don't where I first heard that, but that was, that was a great one. That to anybody else. Use ever. anybody else as as maybe inspiration. And that's... I, I still won't ever. even do that. If I see something physique-wise or, or athletic-wise, I'm like, fuck, that'd be really cool to look a little bit like that or be able to do that. Not, now, I've got two choices. Let it go and enjoy being me or be like... I think I could do that athletic thing. I want to, to go do this. Let me see if I can train myself up to do yeah, that. Yeah, use it as inspiration. Never use it as a comparison Correct. because you Correct. don't know where they're at or how long they've been doing that to get to that. Right. These guys, like, and we've talked about it before. People aren't, they don't just wake up one day and be like, damn, I'm fit. Like, it doesn't work that way. No. They've worked really hard to get yep. to where they are. So when you're taking these steps, like, enjoy the steps and be in your zone. Your step one also doesn't look like anybody else's step one. Right. Your step two doesn't look like anybody else's step and two. And honestly, bear in mind, too, that looking at somebody's step 1,000, they're not always happy. Yeah. I, ben, ben Carpenter, if you guys aren't following him on, on social media, do it. It's BDCC Carpenter or something like that. He puts out an insanely good amount of information, but he's also brought up where there's, there's people let you go up to you and be like, oh, man, you've lost so much weight. What have you been doing? Well, I, you know been super depressed and haven't eaten much he even talks about when he first got uh diagnosed with i think his crohn's dude Ooh. shredded phenomenal yeah. shape really does it but he also just can't eat a lot of the fancy yeah. foods on a regular basis they're gonna fuck him up so the best quote-unquote shape of his life the leanest he was when he had gone in for like a study and he ended up being like the leanest person that they had ever measured for the study and he was literally depressed. And he had lost his job, broke yeah. up with his girlfriend, was Fit having issues, whatever, and just wasn't fucking eating. Now, I also have to look at that zone as the guy's probably blessed with just naturally high testosterone or whatever. Because if you just stop eating for a couple of months, you're also going to lose a lot of muscle mass at that point, some point. But regardless, that was not a high point in his life. But you look at him on camera, on social media at that point everybody's going to want to look like yeah, that. I mean, dude, yeah. I definitely had like a stomach bub where I threw up for, for yeah. many, many days in a row. And then I went to like my family Christmas and my mom was like, you look so thin. I know. And I was like, yeah. thanks. I've been vomiting for fucking weeks. Right. So <laughs> that's why yeah. I look so thin. And then, didn't you, you also had a friend <clears throat> not that long. We talked about it on the podcast where she was going through some shit and you had gone up to her and, and said, you look great. You look like you lost some weight. So this is, again, yeah. that was, we, yeah, we, that we talked about back, not but, yeah. backing down from wanting to compliment somebody, but hopefully that person and yeah. it's open enough to correct you and you are open enough to be like, oh shit, I am so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, thin does not mean happy. No. no. It also Fit doesn't mean does healthy. Not mean happy and healthy. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what we're chasing here is happy and healthy. 100%. I just smacked my microphone. Um, yeah, what we're chasing here is happy and healthy and ways to go and do that. And that's why we talk about eat the things that bring yeah. you joy. And if you chase happy and healthy first, the added byproduct is you're going to look better. It's yeah. just and sort it's of how easier it to maintain. It I is. have never, I never thought I'd be where I'm at. And, and like, I, I have said this before and I'll say it again. Every time I've ever lost weight before, it's always been, I hope I can keep the weight off. I hope I can maintain yeah. where I'm at. And this time it's, Oh, I know how to do it. And it, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not struggling because there are tough days. Like I said, we just dropped my calories again, and yeah. that's it. It there are well, there, there are there tough are struggles, there but are you're not struggling you with the process. But I'm not, yes, 
but I'm not struggling where I'm like, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I'm struggling because I'm like, shit, now how do I make this work? (laughs) Like, it's not the same kind of struggle. Right. And also knowing there's still adjustments. Like, if this just isn't doable for you, like, that calorie goal is just impossible. What is your calories now? Just for the... 1,800. (sighs) What a struggle. (laughs) Look it. This is so Becky did the same thing to me too. Cause I was like, oh no, I saw it drop. And I was like, oh, my calories just dropped again. And she was, and she's, 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 I I told her what it was. I was 18. And she's like, oh, it's so rough looking at me, the dead (laughs) cold, cause that's still more than what her calorie intake is. And, and I was like, look it, here's the difference though. I also weigh like, 60, 80 pounds more than you do. Correct. I'm hungrier than you are. This I have more muscle mass so, than you so do. So that's my one gripe is that you are bigger. But you are not hungrier than me. <laughs> no one's hungrier than me. <laughs> <laughs> no. But still, it's not fair that like, you know, sometimes this is what I think about it. But like me and Mike could eat the same piece of cheesecake. Mike came in here the other day and ate like 47 fucking donuts. I had two donut holes. <laughs> that will ruin my whole day if I ate that many fucking donuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, and I feel like how much bigger is someone's stomach than someone else's stomach? Like, I'm not really sure, like, the hunger level is different, but someone is burning more calories. It comes down to to maintaining, if you look at it from maintaining where you are, in order for Victor to maintain exactly where he's at compared to what it takes for you to stay the same, Mm -hmm. it requires drastically different. I know, I fucking get it, Mike. It's just super unfair. It is. (laughs) It is unfair in a way because of the fact that we all. Not all us specifically, but we all like eat together. You're looking to eat the yeah. same meals. So yeah. when you look at a portion size comparatively across from you, you're like, fuck, that that does suck. Cause I could definitely eat that. Yeah. But for me to stay on track with where I want to be, I can't eat that much. And that in itself does suck. Like the yeah. science is what the science is. Yeah, and yeah, the world yeah. is built yeah, the way it is. Yeah, it sucks to be the smallest guy at the table, right? You're getting the smallest portion Correct. and everyone else is getting more. Unless you're <laughs> but put, do you also get full? Like, unless so, you're putting in twice the activity, which is the, the other way to balance don't that really out. Get f- like, I don't feel, I feel like I could eat the same amount of food as you and feel as full as you. So right. that's what happened, I think, with Becky <laughs> is when we, when I would make food, I was always divvying it up equal mm-hmm. between her and right. I. Right. But we're not equal. You're not equal. Yeah. And so that's, how I think, par- a big part of how she gained weight in the first right. place. And then if you've grown up where you got to clean your plate. Yeah. That's like, how I, yeah, I you try really that hard can not easily to go on top. You don't have to waste it. But put it in some fucking I Tupperware and eat it later on. I tell all the ladies out there, it is eat, hard, eat but it's not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible. She does that now. Yeah, slide your I mean, leftovers 25 pounds. to the dude and, or the Correct. other guy. Yeah. You know, like I hate it. I was in a relationship once where he did not eat my leftovers. And I felt like such a wasty person because I grew up with two brothers. So like there was there was no such thing as leftovers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? That's why you just got to get a loamy. It was just you gone. All your, all your leftovers turned into dirt. That's true. Oh, that is loamy. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Have you not got well, one? Yeah, I basically yet? just no, make Aaron no, eat I really what I don't finish. It, but it's, it's fantastic. Oh, you got one? I've had one for the better part of like eight months now. I yeah, told it's you when I got cool. one. Oh, so we've talked about it? it, bro. It's phenomenal. It makes dirt overnight. Yeah. Do you use the dirt for anything? What do you? Well, do you know, it goes on plants and oh, shit. Oh, you're uh, she using it for the yeah. plants? Oh, I know. I want one. It's so, pretty they're cool. So expensive. Though. I know. They're but not. They I mean, cool. people who it's have a that five hundred dollar investment. All the little stuff. Super bougie. So bougie. I'm thinking about ordering a second one. The whole yard. Not enough dirt. I need more dirt. I need more dirt. Yeah, I I really want to do it, especially for the kids. My my two kids. A, have tons of waste all the time. Right. Yeah, and kids don't be eating all their food. So you feel less bad about the waste at that point when it's not waste. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all of your food okay. scraps can go in that. Everything but, like, you know, 
uh, fruit pits and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. anything you cook that's going out, pop it right on in the dirt overnight. So wild. My mm. daughter sucks at picking up her plate. My son is so good at it that he, he every time he gets up, he cleans his plate off in the trash and he, wow. and he puts it in. Like, and he's three. Like he's like that's really good about it. How many times did you beat him before he did that? Enjoy it now it. because I feel like in like a year he's gonna be a. He'll be throwing that plate. The problem yeah. though is when he's done eating. Like if we have to step away for a second, like if it's just me, like if if my wife is at a gig or something, and mm-hmm. it was just me, and I like had to go to the bathroom or something, I come back and I'm like, oh, you finished your food, and he's like, yeah, I'm done, and I'm like, wait, he just threw it all in the trash. Yes, <gasps> sneaky. Because he was done eating, yeah. so he threw half of the You know, a it's almost like you don't want to tell him not to do that because you don't want him to eat more than he needs to be eating if he's full, he's full. Yes. That is the biggest <laughs> struggle with kids. Yeah. Is because they also just want to play, and so they'll still be hungry and should probably still eat more. Yeah, see, I, mm-hmm. I, and I personally, again, I don't have kids, so take this with a grain of salt. Just from, you know, epidemiological studies, you know, I, I do my studies. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. on kids. That's not what I'm saying. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I think if it based off of my childhood and how active I was, I mean, I would still play video games, avoid homework and, and play outside a lot. But my mom would just let me fucking eat. So if they're hungry and your child is not overweight and he still wants to go out and play and do things, feed him, feed him. Keep no, trying I'm to get protein. They won't eat. He doesn't. He's saying, oh, he doesn't. yeah, That's they want to saying. play. So they the want... urge to play is so high yeah. that they're like, dude, yeah. I don't want to waste playtime eating this food. If they right. want to eat, That's I feed them. That's their little mate oh, brain. If they're hungry, yeah. you want a snack? Cool. Like, yeah. whatever. Gotcha. If they're hungry, I let them. So have you, have you tried letting they, them play they, and see if they'll come back to the food? Like, they, if they're hungry? So what happens, so <laughs> I got to get comfortable for this conversation because it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's weird. And you it, never take time I, to talk about your kids. I, agree. I know. And I feel like I talk about my <laughs> children and my family all the time. But in this, so with the kids, it's really hard. And I always thought I was going to be that parent who is so different. I was like, I'm gonna, do, I'm never going to force my kids to yeah. finish their plate. I don't want to create bad habits. Blah blah blah. But what happens is that urge, like again, like Chrissy mm-hmm. said, to play is so high that they're like, I'm done. I want to go. I want to go play. And in the beginning, we were like, Yeah, go. And then it's bedtime, and they're like, I'm hungry. I'm like, No, 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 no. Yeah. It is not time to eat now. Now you need to go to sleep. Right. I'm not going to feed you a full meal at whatever you're yeah. at your bedtime it's not yeah. gonna happen and then they cry and they get upset and then they're so hungry in the morning because you're like starving them yeah so i i i try we try my wife and i try really hard to try to be self-aware of what they're eating yeah so that i can say yeah you ate pretty good okay you're good mm-hmm. or no you need to eat something else and i've i do force i don't ever force them to like you have to completely clear your plate like i don't do that but i do force them to be like all right you didn't really eat shit. Yeah. So you have to eat one more piece of this and three more bites of this. Yeah, that was my whole life as a kid. I was the exact same way as your son, which is why I'm relating. I also always wanted to just go play. And eating yeah. was like not, I don't know, I love food now. But as a kid, it's not that I didn't love food. They were just yeah. feeding you healthy food, so it wasn't like super enticing. And uh, yeah. my aunt would always make me and my cousin eat like she'd be like, okay, three more tiger bites is what she would call it. And she wanted us to take just three big bites of food before no. we would go fuck off and do yeah. some dumb shit. I do that with my son know? all the time. My, so. my daughter is really good about it. She kind of eats and then she's full and then yeah. she'll, it, and it also depends on what we're eating. 
if it's something they don't really love, right? Because yeah, obviously we eat, we're eating much healthier than we ever did, and my kids eat pretty healthy in general. But like, if we're doing like, yeah, chicken you don't and broccoli, have to convince me to eat pizza, yeah, as no. much as you're gonna have to convince or me. Or family to eat, size box of pop, right? Dogs. A couple I more my mom bites of some broccoli. As a child. That's yeah. a I feel like dog. you were probably an expensive kid to feed. Yeah, I was not. And there was three of you guys, weren't there? No, I was out of the house before. Well, almost out of the house when Christopher was born. Yeah, sixteen. So years she just got me. another sixteen mouth years to younger. feed. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he ruined our cruise back from Europe. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor babe. <laughs> yeah, I, my mom really never worried about. I guess what she was giving us at that point, and I mean, she knows about good nutrition, but she raised my brother and I on her own for a, a good handful of years. Yeah. And then after that, my dad was in the military, so he wasn't getting paid a lot back in those days. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he did fine, but, you know, somebody, we bought cheap food. And it was a lot of pasta, and I, at that point, pasta. I was a picky eater. Yeah, love pasta. So I, I would not eat red sauce because it had Ooh, onions wow. and stuff in it. Yeah. So my mom would do butter and parmesan. Oh, pow, that's pow. also so, oh, so, so <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. That's case. So my kids are the same way. My daughter, literally, you can put, you could put red sauce on a brick, and she would gnaw through the brick. Wow. She loves red sauce. Like anything you put freaking red sauce yeah. on, she will eat. My son, not so much. He is not a, as a carb guy. He's not. He he was more of a meat guy. But now he's even turning. Like he just doesn't want to eat anything. Like food is just a waste of time. He gets hungry. He likes snacks. What about what about like does he like milk? Yes. I used to what drink about protein milk. Chocolate I'm not gonna lie to you. I drank a no, chocolate milk so, every night before bed as a kid. Oh, they do they my kids drink water, a ton of water. So I don't wanna ruin that either, because they drink like that's what they have. Never in a million years would I have thought that I let my kids go to bed with water bottles next to their bed. But both of them drink water before they go well, to bed. And it's yeah. part of the soothing thing. And they don't get up at night? No. Nice. They don't have accidents. Oh, uh, my son has had a couple recently. Well, he's three. I think that's he, fine. Yeah. Well, and I, and I also think it's a regression thing. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. It's a whole other podcast. Did you just wave off of a full discussion about your child? And what's yeah, going on? I, I know. Oh I feel God. like I talk about them all he's the time. He's so grown up. But it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I, you just, at any stage of your life, in any moment that you're in, you just never expect yourself to be, you never become the person that you always expect yourself to be. Right. Oh, yeah. And I expected myself as a parent to be a different human being than what I'm being now. Right. And realized even as I'm in it, like, I feel like I'm self-aware enough that I'm like, yeah, that that was not, yeah, I don't want to be that person that I thought I was going to want to be. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning the process of being a parent and learning the things that are different for better and for worse. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, of what happens is that they're their kids. own little humans with their own little brains, and it's, like, hard to plan for that. So where do we and there's another protein <laughs> chocolate milk. Oh, oh, sorry. I, f- I no, got sidetracked there. Um, but so the protein chocolate milk, I ha- we have it here. Becky and I literally, I actually just joked yesterday because I bought it again when we were at the grocery store. And I, as I bought it, I'm, like, chuckling. And Becky's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, I can't believe that in that, to lose weight, we drink chocolate milk. milk. That just sounds yeah. like the craziest Every thing Every night ever. before bed as a kid, I would have a ch- warm, I would warm up chocolate milk. And like, that's what warm I would have. Up? I'd for a little while drink yeah, like warm, a warm milk. And warm warm Nesquik, it, you know? It's weird, but it's insanely calming on your, it on your is. stomach. It is. It would make me really sleepy It tasted a little full. bit like warm broccoli for some reason, but Ew. it was still I used, very good. I used Nesquik, <laughs> warm you know, broccoli in very good. Oh, I never made chocolate milk. I made that chocolate was milk. So I would warm up regular milk and I would put Nesquik in it and it melts really nice. It makes it a hot chocolate, really. That's exactly all it is. And so I would drink that before bed and it was it was filling so like that might be a good casey solution of like he hasn't 
eating dinner and he's hungry before bed, like yeah. give him a warm milk. It'll probably make him sleepy. It does no. for me. And you put, you put a little bit of chocolate protein in there too. He's getting everything. So we have, but we have the chocolate carb master at all. Exactly. All you warm right. that shit up. Good yeah. to go. But you can still he put a half a scoop of some sort it. of chocolate <gasps> or vanilla Why? ice cream. He doesn't like chocolate milk? He loves chocolate and he loves milk. Okay. But his sister hates chocolate. Oh. And so he, like, anytime she, and she's so dramatic. I love my daughter, but <laughs> she is, like, so overly dramatic. And every time she has something she doesn't like, she's like, oh, I ate it. So he reacts. And, oh, he and wants so, to be like sissy. Yeah, so I she won't it. drink chocolate milk because she hates it. So he won't, he's like, I don't like chocolate milk. I'm like, you never drank chocolate milk. In what your about life. vanilla ice cream so milk? So he just won't touch it. I am hesitant. I know you are. To give the kids the protein powder. I hear you. I think it's, it's a weird thing to give your kids. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a weird thing, but knowing everything you know about protein yes. now, and I've got I've got a rescue swimmer friend and her kids, she had talked to me a while back about as they started, you know, becoming more and more active and, and started doing sports, she puts whey protein in, you know, she supplements them a little bit. If they were and older, these kids are yeah, really young. No, they yeah, were they were fairly really young, young too, but they are absolute fucking performers. Yeah, like, I, oh, I, they're monsters. What I do let them do, like the Fit Crunch bars and stuff like that. He'll see me eating them, and he's like, "I want a bite," and I'm like, "Yeah, here." Yeah. So I let them eat the protein bars if yeah. they want to try them. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, in my brain, it's different. When you do the powder, although I let him have sips, like because I'll be yeah. drinking a shake, and that's and the he thing to, to not it, make so it the main staple it. in their food, but to supplement a little bit, they're just going to grow up healthier. I mean, I, and it, again, it doesn't have to be a lot. They eat way healthier than we ever ate. But yeah. health, so he healthier eats, is different like than getting like enough protein well, and getting saying. okay. All right, like we do a lot of chicken Good. in this house. Couldn't I, I always have chicken available? Yeah. Us too. Most of the time. We just blow through chicken. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a good thing it's so inexpensive these days. Yeah, right? Especially the eggs. <laughs> yeah, the, man. The eggs go up like four times the fucking price? Yeah, eggs are outrageous. like a very hot commodity right now. Good like, God. I wish I still had my chickens because I could be I just making bank. I don't because I don't take care of chickens. And we all know about that story. I mean, we do. Yeah, Trying Victor loves chickens. chickens. And he loves being food. trapped in chicken coops. No, not at all. So, um... I was going to ask this question, and I'm going to ask it now, but we're not going to talk about it now. We're going to save it for next week. Yeah. But I want you guys listening to send us some messages and some what you think. Chrissy brought up this idea of... Actually, I'll let you, uh, I'll yeah, let you share so, it. So ahead. here is the, the meme that I saw. The meme. For those <laughs> of you uh, keeping along, that's a meme. said, imagine the Olympics, but instead of it being world-class athletes, it's just random people who get selected. Like, you'll get a letter informing you you've, ne- you've been selected for the national gymnastics team, and you just have to do it, and it would be so much more entertaining. So I was laughing about that, because, like, imagine... There's so many scenarios that are hilarious. Like, they could have... Mike could get picked, you know, for the Olympics, but instead of something useful, he might have to be, like... like a figure skater? Yeah, exactly, or a synchronized swimmer, or some random swimmer, weird yeah. shit. You know, you don't know, and it would be funny, because, like... There are going to be random fit people chosen amongst a bunch yeah. of other random people, but then who knows what Olympic event they're going to get assigned right. to. That's totally arbitrary and random. And uh, so now I was talking about if everybody knew that they could potentially get drafted for the Olympics, would everyone be in better shape? I would think everybody would be in better shape. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, think about it. In a wide variety of things because you don't know what you're getting picked for. We'll talk about it next time, but I just know, plug but that into your brain. I've never seen the Hunger Games. It's not like they were all like training all the time to be picked by the Hunger Games. That's true, but those people games. were also like shit, living in shitty districts where like they were just trying to get food and eat right. for the Which day. Which they were already hunting for things and doing <laughs> things, so you know, yeah. that was helpful. Yeah. I mean, the average human is hunting on Uber Eats. 
True. <laughs> True. Anyway, think about it, guys, because I have a feeling that's going to be a hilarious topic to just. Like, so yeah, if you have any thoughts on <laughs> if random people were selected for the, I have so many things going on. Oh, like, sure. so wait, so should we set like qualifiers? Like, do they get to train before they get? Like, so do I get yeah, selected maybe? for four years from now? And so no. I have four years to train. You get. I've got a year to I mean, train. Like, you know when cool. it's coming up, and you get a couple of weeks to really fine is, tune and train. I think if you tell me four years in advance, it would be cool to see how good you could get at whatever your random assigned Olympic sport was in yeah. four years. Sucks if you get like the skeleton luge. Oh, and now yeah. you have to just go head first down a luge well, they just got to get good fast. at gravity. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you just got to no, not like, die before the four legit, years. How cool would that be, You though? guys, what we're doing right now is yeah. we're talking about it. I know. Okay. All right. So, All right. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be able to take up some time with this you one. You can absolutely gonna go down a lot of different rabbit holes. decide. Give us what you think your parameters should be. Whether or not the Olympics goes to every year. Or if you have four years and know it's coming up ahead of time, and how much far ahead of time do you have to train? Yeah, how, yeah. Like we're what all, do you guys think? We're, we're all in shape the, like the year before the Olympics. Really right. slacking off the three years ahead. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that I, Yeah, yeah. Give us your thoughts, your comments, and uh, we're going to discuss it next week. Until then, guys, we appreciate you listening again. Uh, check out truenutrition.com. Check out PRX. Performance. I absolutely love my squat rack. I'm staring at it currently with adoration because. And I used mine yesterday. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. As the, did you get the wiggle out of it a little bit? I did. I Good. did. And that's I PR'd my squat. Yeah, nice job. Oh, yeah. Great day. Yeah. Happy Dude, squat you're PR. I don't talk about myself a lot. Oh, you don't. Know. Right at the end. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's a whole episode about Michael. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye, people. We love you. Big time. <laughs> <laughs>